I was never very good at keeping a, a daily journal. Uh, I recall back in you know, elementary school, you know, we'd get those little composition notebooks with those black and white covers. It kind of had a mix of a zebra and a Dalmatian effect. Um, maybe some of you had those. They still sell those, by the way. I, I looked online last night. Um, but you know, we'd get those as a, a homework assignment. We'd have to fill it out. And it always felt like homework for me. I was a quiet kid, didn't have much to talk about, and certainly didn't have much to write about. Um, and so that was my early experience with journals. Uh, you know, about six years ago, I, I came here to the temple and received this book here. It's a, a living Dharma book. And you know, within there, there's a lot of things up in the, the front, you know, like the Irwan Song Vow, which we just chanted, or the, the Heart Sutra. Um, in the back, though, there are these pages here um, where you can see it's this uh, weekly Dharma record. You can see most of the pages are, are blank for me there, too. Um, you know, there, there are a few pages where I, I tried for a bit, but uh, you know, wasn't very successful in, in doing that. Um, so about six, actually a, a year and a half ago, though, I uh, um, you know, really started to do a journal on a daily basis. And it started with, a, I took a compassion cultivation class. Uh, it was you know, created by Stanford University. And you know, one of the exercises through that class was to start this daily journal. And, and so I, I, I created it, um, and it's evolved over time. And so what I'd like to do with all of you today is just share you know, that daily practice of mine you know, with the goal, you know, hopefully, you, know, you might get maybe one thing out of this that you might apply into your daily practice. Um, but, what, but why even bother with a journal? Why, why do it? And so there's actually a, a page in, in this book that uh, you know, offers an explanation. And so I'll read it to everyone. But it, it's you know, one of the key tenets here is about you know, cultivating good habits. So here it says, keeping a dharma record. The power of cultivating good habits begins with a dharma record. Keeping a dharma record will help you to establish everyday practice with joyful effort. When you are aware of your own thoughts, words, and actions, you can mindfully choose constructive thoughts, words, and actions. So for me, it's about you know, cultivating habits. And so I'll, I'll share with you, you know, the, the journal that I create. Uh, it's, it really begins you know, the night before. So it's hard to see for you all, but I'll describe it. There's four sections to this. You know, this first section here, up at, at the top, is you know, some reminders. Uh, you know, this next section here are highlights for the day. This third section here is you know, gratitude. And this bottom section here is on ideas. And I'll, I'll, you know, I really focus my talk on the, the top three sections here, on the reminders, you know, the highlights, and the, uh, the gratitude section. Uh, within the, uh, the reminder section at the top, you know, I, I, you know, I uh, you know, have seven areas. There's meditation is one. Second is mindful action. Third is offer. You know, fourth is love one wish. Fifth is mudita, which is you know, joy. Um, sixth is willpower. And seventh is, is smile. And, um, and I'll, I'll, I'll go through each one of these. Um, you know, you know, and the first one, meditation, that's really the first thing that I do when I wake up each morning. And so I get out of bed, and you know, I'm not going to you know, 
check my email or you know, text messages or turn on the TV, internet. I just go you know, get the meditation done. And that's really just a, you know, become a, a natural daily habit of mine. And so as I, I go through that, you know, I'll, I'll check it off there. Uh, the second item for me is, is, is mindful action. And you know, that's a way to bring myself into the present moment. And so the exercise I do there, I focus on, is just you know, in the shower you know, each morning, I try to just focus on that experience of just the warmth of the water, the smell of the soap, you know, massage my scalp there, and just enjoy that moment. And not try to think about the day ahead or, or what happened yesterday. Um, just in that, that particular moment. Um, the third one is, is offer. And you know, this was something you know, that sprung out of an exercise from that compassion cultivation class. So the, the assignment that week was to, you know, I guess the focus of it was to cultivate compassion for a stranger. And the, the focus on that was to you know, develop that you know, you know, sense of giving and, you know, a couple of weeks ago, Doyon talked about you know, the dana paramita. Um, and so the, the assignment for the, the week was to, to try to go out and give something to someone every single day. And I thought, for me, the easiest thing that I could execute you know, was just to give someone you know, money. I'd take a dollar bill, fold it into my pocket, and you know, at the first opportunity, just give it. And so as I was walking home that evening from the class, you know, as, you're going down the subway steps, and right there, you know, slumped on the, the steps was this person, and he had a cup there, and so I just went and put the dollar in and continued on my way quickly. Then the next day, there was, as I was commuting to work, there was someone else at the subway turnstile. He had his cup there. And this time, when I put that dollar in, I, I looked him in the eye, and I just said, you know, may you be happy. And he looked at me into my eyes, and he smiled, and he said, thank you. And there's just that feeling of warmth that I had at that moment. And then another opportunity happened on another day. I was commuting to work in the subway cars, and you know, we're in motion, and this person's passing between cars, and the door opens. And he enters. He looks very down, and he starts telling the entire subway car about how you know, he's, his girlfriend kicked him out of you know, the apartment. You know, he's got this little daughter here. He's got no money, and he's trying to get up to upstate New York. And so as he passes by me, I just give him the dollar and just say, you know, may you be happy. He says, thank you, moves on his way, exits the subway car. Just as he exits on the other end where he had entered, the door opens. This other guy walks in. He also looks a bit down, and so he starts telling the entire subway car about how his girlfriend kicked him out of the apartment, how he has this young daughter, no money, and got to get to upstate New York. So the whole subway car is laughing, and I'm, I'm feeling very embarrassed at that moment. But then I just laugh. Um, I, it's a true story. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the fourth one is, uh, is love one wish. And yeah, that is something I, I do actually right after I meditate. You know, I, uh, and that's about doing the loving kindness prayer. And so what I do, I keep my eyes closed at the end of the meditation. And then imagine you know, a loved one in front of me. And then I say the, the loving kindness prayer. So I'm saying, may you be happy. You know, may you be healthy. May you be safe. 
You know, may you be content. May you love yourself you know, just the way you are. And as I'm visualizing that, I just imagine these warm rays of light you know, coming out of my heart and bathing them with that. And I'll do that with another loved one. And then, you know, but I'll also do that with you know, a, dif a difficult person, so someone who's you know, annoying or challenging in my life. I'll, I'll do the same thing you know, for them. And it's, that's not an easy thing to do. Uh, but it, it does help you know, for in those moments where you're actually confronted by that, that particular person or type of person. The fifth one is at mudita and you know, joy. And the way I try to apply that, that joy is you know, trying to identify when there's you know, others who are having a moment of joy and having that joy be my joy too. And this is one of the harder ones for me to, to check off you know, each day. And, and, um, and you know, when I think about it, it, it should be easy to spot. If you see a bunch of people laughing and smiling, then that joy you know, can become your joy too. And I think for me, it just requires a little bit more awareness of, of you know, trying to look for joy of others you know, out there uh, to experience you know, their joy as my joy too. Uh, the sixth item is, is willpower. If for that one, you know, I, I focus on the, the practices when I'm in an elevator. You know, I just focus on just breathing. And what I'm trying to do is not touch my cell phone. Um, it's just natural to, to go and grab that. When you ride an elevator, oftentimes you see everyone, crowded car, everyone's on their cell phones. And not really sure how much you can actually read or get done in that short elevator ride, but that's the natural inclination. And I, I try not to do that. And so instead, I focus on not, on not what I won't do, but on what I will do, and I just breathe. And then if there's someone else there who's not looking at that, their phone, yeah, maybe I'll engage in a conversation with them. Um, the, the seventh you know, thing on, on the list is just smile. And uh, yeah, I, I do something strange in, in the morning. Um, you know, I'll wake up and you know, go into the bathroom and turn the lights on and I'm still tired and I'll look into the mirror and I just put on like this big smile and I'm smiling to myself. And then if um, I really want to take it to another level, I, I start laughing. You know, and looking at myself there. And uh, you know, it's, it's all fake, but supposedly the mind can't tell the difference between you know, that and real you know, happiness and, and joy. And so you can trick your mind into that. Uh, and you know, then I try to just apply that as I go throughout the day. And you know, it says as I'm meditating, I sit there and you know, try to have that little small like, smile. It's not a big smile, but just turn the corners of your, your mouth up um, and as I'm walking down the street, you know, I have that slight smile, not a big smile. You know, people might think you're kind of weird in New York if you're smiling too much walking around, but uh, um, you know, it's just that little smile. And, and what I find is it, it brings a lot of energy into me, and that energy is actually magnetic. Like you can feel other people notice that positive energy there. So those were the, the reminders. Um, you know, I'll turn to the, the highlights. And the reason why I, I list the highlights is it's just a reminder that there's a lot of good things that happen to us every single day. And, and my goal in writing this is to create 10 highlights. Now, you might say 10 highlights. That sounds like a lot, a lot to write every single day. And I, I'd say it's, it's not. It's, it's quite easy to, to 
get the list going. And for me, starting the day with meditation, you know, that's already one. You know, second is you know, taking that, that shower. For me, that, that's a highlight. You know, hopefully, it's something that all of you do as well. And maybe it's a highlight. If you don't, not judging. Um, but uh, you know, another thing that you know, I get three of is, is just eating. You know, every meal is a, is a highlight for me. And um, yesterday, you know, we were at the, that Buddhist Global Relief event and that, that walk for the, uh, the hungry. And you know, at the end of it, you know, people were sharing you know, you know, different you know, thoughts. And, um, you know, they, and we're all eating lunch, too, after you know, that, that long walk there. And they you know, reminded us that you know, we're enjoying this food here, but you know, every day there's, there's more than a billion people in this world you know, who's not sure of where their next meal will come from. And so we're very fortunate, and I feel fortunate to just be eating at that moment. And so each one of those are a highlight. So that's five already. And as I'm writing these, you know, sometimes I get momentum and, and get past 10. Um, you know, then you know, just you know, as, as I you know, did the reminder, as I did the, the highlights, uh, you know, here's the, uh, the, the gratitude you know, section there. And you know, I approached that you know, first by just you know, trying to write 10 people throughout the day that I was you know, grateful for. And I did that for a while. Then earlier this year, you know, Venerable Lee you know, gave a talk. And you know, one of her recommendations is to just focus on one particular person there. And I, I decided to try to do that and, and change it up and focus on that but then all the derivatives you know, off of that. And so last night as I was you know, writing this out, you know, I had uh, reflected you know, yesterday afternoon. It's just a beautiful, beautiful fall day. And he was up in Morningside Heights and you know, got to Central Park on the, the upper northwest corner there on 110th Street. And I never entered the park from that top you know, left corner there and entered the park there and then walked all the way down to the southeast corner at 59th Street. So walked through the whole park. And it was just you know, a wonderful, wonderful experience. And so I wrote last night, you know, I'm grateful for the creators of Central Park. And then I continued on saying, yeah, I'm thankful for their parents and the teachers, you know, thankful for all the, the maintenance people there, thankful for the people who make the fertilizer and the mulch, you know, thankful for the other people in the park you know, for not you know, littering. Um, you know, thankful for all the performers along the way. There are some very interesting ones. Um, you know, thankful for you know, the subway operators that could get up to the park. And then also thankful for the people who make my clothes so I don't go naked through the park. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> but you can go on and on. It, it's, and so I, you, know, you just stop at, after a certain point. But it, it's just a reminder right, how there's this interconnected nature. Yeah, and it, there was a quote I just want to share. It's from, it's a short quote by David McCulloch. He's a you know, you know, this historian who's written a number of books, you know, including ones on Truman, you know, John Adams. He's written about you know, the Brooklyn Bridge, just a great US historian. And um, in his recent book, The American Spirit, you know, this quote struck me. And he, here it goes. He says, from history we learn that there is no such thing as a self-made man or woman. And to me, that, that just struck home that you know, 
all of us in our particular experiences today or where we are is a function of you know, others as well. It's just not, not ourselves. And that, that gratitude, you know, doing the gratitude part uh, helps remind me of that. Um, and so you know, I write this out. And you know, this is actually you know, yesterday's. So yesterday's completed there. And you know, just work through, work through today. So some of you might ask, like, Darren, you do all this. You've been doing this for a year and a half. You know, does it make any difference? And my answer is yes. Uh, I, I think it does. It does make a difference. Um, you know, there is, you know, just this aspect of reminding myself of the things that are important that I'd like to practice. Um, sometimes I do it well. Sometimes I don't. Um, but it's a constant reminder there. The other aspect is it. it you know, causes me to pause each day and take that moment to reflect. You know, each of us are very busy. We can always be doing stuff. And you know, to have that moment of just you know, pausing and reflecting, and it doesn't take very long to, to do, really. Uh, but that, I find, you know, gets me more centered, along with you know, some of the other things you, you know, that we do here. Um, and some of you might also ask, you know, it's a digital age, so, you know, why pen and, and paper? And you know, for me, it's, it's you know, I was, when I first started on this, I thought about defaulting to the phone. Yeah, I, I like using my phone. Um, but yeah, I said, let's, let's go back to the paper, thinking back to when I was in elementary school. And I don't have that, you know, zebra Dalmatian color notebooks, but I've got this book. And I find that, you know, as I write, you know, the feelings you know, transmit you know, through my body, through my hand, and onto the page. It's, it's a lot different than typing away like this. Um, what I also find is, is writing is very meditative. And so when I first started on this, I just try to write it to get it done, right? I'm just trying to do it. As I've gone through this, though, I, I start to focus on every single letter that I'm writing and focusing on, on drawing out that letter. And you know, my handwriting's terrible, but during those moments, it, the handwriting is actually a little more clear. Um, and, and so that, that's you know, you know, just another way you know, that I find it, it helps to, to just write it out there. Uh, so in, you know, in conclusion, you know, hopefully you know, you know, this is helpful for you to hear. You know, perhaps you know, there is something you know, in your you know, daily practice that you might consider from this. And, and perhaps that just might make you know, you know, some positive difference for someone else that you encounter at that moment. And then you know, that moment can be a highlight for that other person too. Thank you.